0: Oh well wait for a couple of you to show up uh, on the usual no notice. When you do pop in let me know if uh, oh we oh, got one of the kids going off. Hopefully the wife can handle that. Yeah the little one's been teething a bit. Anyway, let me know um, if you can hear me okay. Seems to be dealing with it, so. Hello, Rakir number six. I wonder what happened to Rakir one through five. though. Hello, Douglas. Hello, Carlos. Um, Yeah, so today I was going to talk a little bit about martial arts. Um, in generic terms and Catholicism and how they tie together and how they have tied together in history which is quite an interesting I see and hear you thank you Carlos I like people that follow instructions (laughs) so I've uh, still got my little shot of grappa here one of the other little guys is going crazy I don't know, maybe I should, uh. Sam Werb, hi from Mid-Ohio USA, sound level is okay so far, good. I might have to pop out for a second if I need to help with one of the kids, but, um, and if I do, I'm in my underpants, so that's going to get all the, uh, all the gay guys and the women excited, but it'll do the stomping around. Hello, Wootenbear. Well, I'm I'm alright We'll punch where instructed. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Actually, the um, tomorrow we're gonna be doing some filming for the um, Sistema series, so it's uh, you know it's been a little bit on my mind um, how to like explain some of the Sistema stuff and how to demonstrate it and so on. And yeah, the intersection of fighting and Catholicism is actually very interesting. Uh, The reason I say that is because if you look at uh, all martial arts that are, shall we say, real martial arts, like effective martial arts, um, they are tied to religion, Um, and it was uh, my one of my system instructors that made me aware of this, and that's because, you know, essentially, as it says in Gorin no Shon, Book of Five Rings, of Miyamoto Musashi killing is uh, not the way of man so um, we have to practice (laughs) and um, the reality is that if you just you know do the things that war makes you do or requires of you and you don't have some connection to the truth to spirituality to, to reality the real spiritual things you're gonna essentially not do well, you're not gonna be able to retain your humanity as such. So, uh, for example, samurais was tied to Shintoism very deeply, and um, you know, the samurai you can consider them to have been quite uh, brutal and unforgiving and merciless, which it was because it was a culture of death. The way of war is essentially to choose death all the time is in, in summary that's what summarized it but it was tied to their religion Shintoism similarly with the Chinese and a lot of their martial arts are tied to Taoism um, the Buddhists also um, Buddhist monks perform various uh, martial disciplines in fact what a lot of people don't know is that Tibet was they were the baddest guys in the whole area they basically literally kicked everybody's ass and then once they finished kicking everybody's ass and it was just them they were like what are we gonna do now oh well we're gonna seek peace and meditation and they became you know monks and then uh, China came over and kicked their ass because now they weren't fighters anymore so um they um the point of Martial art oh, the, Carlos mentions Krav Maga. Krav Maga is, of course, the Israeli martial art, um, which everybody says is so deadly and blah blah blah. And Krav Maga is just an attempt to use the most brutal, hardcore maneuvers of any other martial art and package them all together as something. Um, I've never personally found Krav Maga guys to be particularly effective. They're um, you know, the, the the ones that I've met that had some measure of, of skill, they're quite hard hardcore in the sense that they go hard and they, they you know, they. it's quite easy to get injured training with them or to injure them or to get injured by them uh, because they tend to do everything like very, you know but in, in terms of effectiveness, in terms of having to actually deal with them in a real-life situation rather than you know, in training um, I've never I don't rate them particularly highly or anything um, you know I'm sure there's some very high-level practitioner of Krav Maga that that is quite dangerous, no, no doubt, but in my experience they've not been very effective um, and again I want to differentiate between training and application Because in training, you can get injured by a guy who knows nothing. You could be an instructor and you could get injured by a guy who knows nothing because you're training. So you're in training mode and you're like, okay, if you throw a punch and the guy just comes at you full force and you're like, that's not really what I was meaning. And maybe he'll catch you once in a while. I was pretty lucky. I've never really, um, you know, injuries happen or whatever, but my injuries were generally with other people that I was training with or whatever not. Not because some newbie just like clocked me or whatever, but it can happen. And also in training, you're in, you're in training mode, like I said, so you're not really trying to, you know, hurt each other. And uh, you're going hard and you're going fast, but there's still rules, there's still a kind of understanding, there's a kind of, while well, an actual fight, an actual street fight, and training will help you against the street fight, but it's a different thing, you know. Yeah, sorry, this this little guy keeps running around. Just give me a second; I'll be right back. And if you get to see my sexy underpants, just just clap. Well, there you go. I'm sure that that's going to get clipped for uh, all sorts of gammas. (laughs) Gavrell, very good. Yeah. Um, Did you ever fight Fox Day? Uh, No. Why would I? (laughs) He's a good guy. But, um, yeah, so what I was saying is that in every martial art that is real there is a connection to something higher than us um, one of the points that I quite liked about the matrix was that they used martial arts in it because it was the closest thing they could figure out between um spirituality and the world and you know the, and physicality so that was um, and by the way the matrix was not done by the the two um, trannies that are not you know whatever the two brothers that now became sisters or whatever they actually stole all of that from a guy who wrote the comic book and um, his comment was like I just wish they'd do a better job of representing the stuff they stole from me so and Feldman says underwear fair enough you must beat the heat it's pretty normal in Italy a lot of people just wander around in their underpants um, both in and out of the house. In fact, the most loyal henchman and the, the next door neighbors is an old tough dude. And we went there to help him with something, and he was in his underpants. And um, when we came back, the most loyal henchman goes, Hey, what do you think of that guy's like short shorts? I'm like, What are you talking about? You know, he had like these really tight little shorts, like it was like. Dude, that's his underwear, he was just hot, you know, and took his trousers off. It's like, it's not a big deal. (laughs) So, but you know, the rest of the puritanical uh, Protestant world gets really freaked out about it. Anyway, Carlos understands. So, um, anyway, the point was that if you look at any martial arts, so, you know, if you look at karate, judo, jiu-jitsu, they're all from the Japanese side of things, and they all connect to Shintoism. Um, the Tibetans that were like the biggest baddest bastards in that whole area, they when they killed everybody off, and then they became peaceful. They meditated to connect with Buddhism. And um, um, again, if you lo- you know, uh, Krav Maga was saying, I see, it's, now Krav Maga is a little bit different because I think that's purely secular. I don't think that Krav Maga connects to anything other than the world, which is why it's not particularly effective. It's just like, oh, you go for the eyes, you go for the nose, you go for the testicles. But that's pretty much what happens in a street fight anyways. Um, It doesn't have any higher philosophy that I'm aware of at all. Um, So, yeah. Um, Sistema has been pushed by... uh, Certainly, the the Ryabko version of it as being connected to Orthodox Christianity. Um, but the reality is, there is was of course um, Soviet military system that was you know military science really. Um, that said, undoubtedly there is um, an ideology, philosophy connected to Christianity in Sistema. And I personally have found that um, weirdly enough, because I experimented with this, I talk about it in the Sistema book. Um, If you pray while you're doing certain exercises that require you to just hold your breath, to not breathe, you can last a little bit longer. Um, Certainly, I lasted a little bit longer when I was doing a Hail Mary than if I was just doing the, you know, the orthodox sort of um, Lord have mercy prayer. And uh, that's that was empirically tested by me at some length so it seems to me that catholicism works even better in my, my mind but um uh, carlos says i didn't see any judaism in krav maga just saw israel that's my point i don't think krav maga is connected to any higher ideology just purely um, secular secular stuff a little bit like MMA training you know it's just like oh I can kick and I can do this and I can do that and MMA is a bit of a mixture of everything so you could you will get guys that are you know maybe they have some philosophy or whatever because it came from some other martial art they did but in general MMA is just a, kind of a dumb man's sort of fighting style which I'm not saying it's not effective or it's not good or anything like that but it's it's sort of like just trying to be as practical as you can And what I've found is that when you get, you know, equally committed people of, you know, let's say proportionally, you know, same size, same level of fitness, that sort of thing, and both really intending to win, it is invariably true. And and again, let's say an equal level of talent. This is extremely hypothetical, okay, because you you don't get that anywhere. But generally speaking, let's say there are two guys... They are the same size, the same fitness, the same ability, the same talent. And the only difference is one has done one martial art that has a, a quite deep connection to the spiritual, whether it's proper karate do whether it's sistema with like a Christian emphasis, whether it's jiu-jitsu with a, you know, a Budo emphasis or something like that. And the other guy is an MMA guy. And, and they're fighting for real they're not fighting for points they're not fighting for you know a, a cup or or win in in a in a shall we say protected setting but they're actually in a real fight i'd bet my money just about every time on the guy that has the religious component if you like because i suppose the quickest way to explain it it boils down to something my grandfather told me years ago. Now, my granddad did a little bit of boxing, you know, certainly there was no Oriental martial arts when he was around or whatever, but you know, he saw some stuff, he went through some two world wars, he had a kind of a character, you know, he used to have a broom-handled Mauser that he used to walk through the park where they mugged people, hoping to get mugged, until he got mugged. It didn't go well for the guys who tried to mug him, but anyway, so what I mean is, you know, he had that, even though it was very cold-blooded dude he still had that uh, generic uh, up there Filotto kind of attitude to things and um, and you know I was doing Karate at the time I was a teenager my dad had done Karate for a long time and he said to me Oh, well, does that stuff help in a real fight?" And I said yeah no it makes a difference and he goes "Hmm, I don't know about this stuff I never did it but one thing I know is like don't pick a fight with a guy who's right you know, what do you mean? Says, well, a man who knows his right and he's fighting with something real. Don't fuck with that guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you know karate or not. <laughs> and succinctly, that wraps up the point I was trying to make. Um, you know, it's, it's, quite, uh, it's quite a thing to fight with a guy that's got a, a conviction that is bigger than his own, you know, humanity, let's say. Woolly Ram says, it's going to be 36 degrees C's around the Mediterranean Sea this weekend. There's a reason togas and tunics were popular here before AC was invented, <laughs> indeed. And also, being naked as a guy wasn't you know, wasn't think- seen as a thing, really. The um, Gavriel also asked, quick aside, what year edition is your dictionary set? Also, never pick a fight with a bricklayer. Oh, uh, I don't think I picked the fight with him, but he, he certainly picked it with me. Didn't go well for him, though. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, bricklayers are pretty tough guys, but, you know, again, these are just, like, rough men. And don't get me wrong, a rough thug, a rough street fighter, a guy who's been in jail and had a few fights, you know, that guy is, that guy's going to be a hardcore fighter compared to, like, a guy who's just trained in, like, It's nice white gi and doing taekwondo. Yeah, I can do high kicks. You know, taekwondo is another one of those martial arts that I don't really rate very much because, yeah, they do really fancy kicks and stuff. And again, I'm sure that the, uh, you know, Koreans that were fighting in Korea that were doing taekwondo then, that taekwondo, probably just as effective as uh, old karate, you know. But um, modern taekwondo, it's really just like a point thing. Aikido. Again, I personally don't rate the Aikido people that I've seen and that I've trained with, but my father's uh, Japanese karate instructor was a seventh dan Aikido, and that guy, yeah, you wouldn't want to fuck you know he's passed on now, but you wouldn't want to fuck with him back then, you know. And but that Aikido was <laughs> proper Aikido. So you know, there's also you got to differentiate between the real martial art, which comes from a martial system. In other words, a system that was used to train people that were going to war compared to, you know, the sports version that is done like uh, when you sign a waiver and you get a doctor's note to make sure you can train and all that shit. I don't know. Gavril is, is kind of bugging me now with that question. Um, let's see if I can answer it. So, let's see what year it is. It says, 1870, 13 volumes, being a corrected reissue, uh, edited, blah, blah, blah. First published in 1933, reprinted 1961, 1970. So I guess this is the 1970 edition. It's in very good, um, very good order, very clean. Keep in mind that although it was published in 1933 for the first time, it took like decades to put together. It was started in the 1800s. You should really watch that uh, that film with um, Sean Penn and uh, Mel Gibson, The Professor and the Madman. Brilliant film. But now we come to Catholicism, here we go, and martial arts. <laughs> Now, the Catholic religion, especially because it's been, of course, uh, hidden and bastardized for the last seven years or so, would at first glance not appear to have any martial art traditions tied to it, but this is absolutely incorrect. And those of you who have read Rodney Stark's God's Battalions, uh, there's only a brief passage in there uh, that talks about it. Um, but it's it's a very interesting passage because it it identifies the fact that catholic barons catholic knights and so on these guys were trained from birth to be warriors and although killing is not the way of man and catholicism is the religion that understands that better than any other religion quite quite clearly Catholicism is totally against the idea of killing people, if at all, you can help it. Nevertheless, because Catholicism is based in absolute reality, it understands that it is sometimes necessary. So, uh, keep in mind that Catholic knights, barons, etc., used to have to go to war, used to fight for the faith, used to fight with Muslims, and even though they had dispensation from Urban II, the Pope, that whatever their sins they would do in war would be forgiven, they nevertheless had to do penance. And sometimes, you know, these weren't like penances. It was like, go back to Jerusalem, walk three times around Jerusalem barefoot while you're praying, you know, in a hair shirt, and then come back, uh, and once you've done that penance, you know, I'll give you absolution. It was that kind of penance. So killing was always considered a bad thing, but understood to sometimes be necessary. And in fact, per Catholic dogma, if you are a Catholic, and you do not do violence in order to prevent violence or defend somebody that is uh, especially a Catholic, a member of your family, a weaker person, it is your duty, it is considered a duty as a Catholic, for you to take on evil forces that are using violence. Now, there are of course Catholic, a lot, there have been a lot of Catholic martyrs who possibly refused to do violence and would choose to go to their death with dignity and honor and their head held high uh, there were a bunch of nuns that were executed for essentially being nuns who sang on the way to the gallows uh, brave ladies brave you know if you if you look at the heroic events that took place um, you know that catholic martyrs undertook it's, uh, it's astonishing it's it's an incredibly rich history that you should be aware of um, but, you know, the, the people who became the Crusaders, the Conquistadors, Charles Martel, these kind of people, these guys were trained from birth to be warriors. Um, and when they weren't fighting each other or fighting enemies, they were practicing. You know, they were, they were like uh, hunting boars with lances and so on. They were jousting. So there is an ancient um, tradition of, Martial systems with Catholicism. The interesting thing is that there wasn't, and there isn't, as far as I'm aware, a martial art connected to Catholicism, which I find very interesting because all that we have is martial systems. Because a Catholic will avoid violence as much as possible. When it's time to do it, he's not fucking around he's now killing people because it's not the time to do it and the whole concept of just war is based on this so there's no need for a martial art or fancy play fighting that is advanced play fighting it's like okay when we really need to fucking fight back load up your guns you know it's not like oh well but I yes great and and you know if you're a fighter if you're a warrior if you've been trained for that all your life you're gonna know how to use a rock as much as you're gonna use, a, you know, the latest uh, fucking drone or sniper rifle or whatever tank. You know, you're gonna be able to use whatever weapon. I mean, like this is true in every real martial art. Again, in karate-do, you know, people think, oh, karate is just about striking and kicking. No, proper karate involves locks, involves rolling around on the floor, involves like in, in a in your gradings. You know, you can poke a guy in the eye, you can kick him in the balls, you can bite his ear off. No one's going to tell you, no, that's that's not on, because it's as realistic as it gets. And, you know, it's always been a thing that any object becomes a weapon. You know, any object can be a weapon. And in Sistema, like uh, my friend Vadim says, it's like, look, any part of fist can be correct weapon. You just have to learn to use, you know, you can hit with this part, with this part, with this part think like a mace any part of the mace that hits you is not good <laughs> kind of right <laughs> so um, let me just keep up the chat here because you that's I, I like it when you guys throw comments in so don't 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 worry about that but um, yeah Willie Ram says speaking of the connection between warrior and cult what was the religious element of training a Christian knight Oh uh, well Christian Christian knights were, were Christians you know, they had to go to Mass. The, the thing, if you saw the, I don't know if you guys had a chance to see the the holder image I had for this video, but it's basically of um, two soldiers, look like World War One soldiers with bayonet fixed, one it looks like he's dead and his friend is over him, like, you know, with his rifle, and behind them there's like a Crusader Knight, as in sort of spirit, ghostly form. I picked that image for a good reason, and that is that That is the essence of a Catholic knight or a Catholic warrior. A Catholic warrior, um, the element, the religious element, is simply Catholicism. Catholic knights used to bend their knee at mass, and of course they didn't take the host in the hand, and sometimes they only had mass once a year. For the crusaders to have mass was like an extremely important thing. You would not miss it. Um, they had traveling priests that would travel with them just to give the mass and, and sometimes this only happened once a month if they were lucky, once a year sometimes. they carried with them a huge baptism. Okay. don't know what's going on there. Some server issue I think uh, but I think this is a new stream so I don't know if any of you will see it I'm just put it in the telegram chat. zero viewers I don't know I'll wait a minute or so here and see uh, I don't think I can reconnect to the original one let me just see where we're at with that ah three thumbs up Uh, let me see if I can Find the original chat because I didn't read all your comments there. So, okay. Yeah, I was saying the Kurgan for World Emperor. I agree with you. Uh, Three of you here. I don't know what is going on. It looks like the server is a bit crappy. So, I'm now on the uh, shitty version of the internet. So, I don't know if this will work. But I did get the chat back. So, this one lasts we're still good so on the on the chat here what was saying uh, so Wooly Ram's question was was there a church approved formation of a knight I'll get back to that what about the Crusaders and Reconquista it's a matter of station life father mother elder brothers obliged to defend his family and of course Robert Nascimento says the Kurgan for world president no rolling around and cuddling man Emperor yes Emperor indeed Anyone else have a lag spike? Yeah, we all did. As a loading circle of weight, <laughs> lost the stream. Have you ever looked at manuscripts? The HEMA, historical European martial arts people study. Bother, just as he was getting into it. Yeah. Okay, a huge baptism. All right, well, it looks like we're back. Um, I'm just going to wait a minute or two just to hopefully. Let everybody catch up. There's 8 of you, there was about 20 of you I think on the, on the original one, but whatevs. Let's see uh, how we go. So yeah, I was saying, you know, in the in the Crusades, they, um, well in Catholicism in general, th- there was no specific martial art because it's like, when a Catholic gets going, he's there to Fight to the death. Essentially, it tries to avoid fighting as much as possible. When it kicks off, it kicks off for real. With regard to uh, you know the the religious formation, which is a very good question, the Ram asked. There was no, the the religious formation was to be a Catholic, be a proper Catholic, attend mass every week if you can, every month. You know the the Crusaders only got mass maybe once a month if they were lucky, otherwise once a year. And I was just saying, um, you know, in, they used to take baptismal sort of huge bad things there was one in the in the church behind my house in, in venice there's a probably a meter meter and a half across a huge basin of stone that got taken by the crusaders from europe all the way to the holy land and all the way back this thing weighs a couple of tons at least you know it wasn't like oh we'll just take a little basin to like you know baptize kids that are born on the way or you know whatever people that we convert these guys didn't fuck about with the with the mass and things like that they took that absolutely seriously and keep in mind that even though they killed a bunch of you know heathen like pagans or you know heretics Muslims they did penance for that despite the fact that they had to do it you know so it's um it the, the relationship between martial arts and Catholicism is that I think Catholicism doesn't have a martial art <laughs> it just has martial systems which is you use whatever you need to use to win the fight which means in today's day and age you know you probably don't need to spend all that much time on like hand-to-hand fighting um, depends on your location your situation your particular zombie apocalypse scenario but um, You know, you you use what you got to use to win the fight. I mean, that's essentially the Catholic way. Let me quickly catch up with the chat again. Like I said, I do enjoy your questions, guys, so don't, you know, don't feel shy about asking stuff. It's fine. Rakir 6 says, I've read today that Starlink is available in Italy towards the end of the year. Might help with Internet. I have no idea what Starlink is, but thank you for that. I'm sure some IT dude in my uh, little Kurganet will know. And yes, Robert Nascimento, I agree. I should be the world emperor. Now, if just enough of you move to the Kurganet and do everything I tell you, we'll get there in like a few weeks. Honestly, if I had 10,000 men that would just do what I said, the Papal States would be back within a month, Italy would be you know, Italy, again, but uh, it would be divided into the Papal States, and of course, La Serenissima. I would probably move there into the Doge's Palace, temporarily, you know, no more than 30 or 40 years, just to get shit right, and then uh, we could sort out the rest of Europe in the next couple of years. So, yeah, just need 10,000 good men, that's all. You know, when you just all move to Italy and, you know, swear allegiance, like the knights of old used to do, you know, (laughs) You know, jokes aside, that would work. <laughs> that would, honest to God, work. Yes, I've noticed that. Alpha 07 Org says the whole internet in the West is experiencing issues for the last two weeks. Absolutely, outages everywhere and interruptions. That's absolutely true. Because I thought it was my setup that wasn't working. That wasn't it. My setup is working fine. It's um, it was just two weeks of like dead air, pretty much aj hello aj aj is an interesting guy aj started painting he does some pretty wonderful paints and um he's also Kurganite. but i think he's still following a crazy jew out in idaho just saying gabriel made it back too interesting to miss good good i'm glad you're enjoying the topic um, yeah you, you know the the Catholic martial arts I've got a very thin book called Warrior monks and it details the various Catholic orders of knights and so on that were had papal approval like you know the Templars the Knights hospitaliers and various others and um, it's quite interesting because they all had specific sort of um, mandates to a certain extent law 307 says, It is all about Sistema right now, um, mentioned Sistema a little bit. AJ says, I'm in a hot 44 degree attic right now and battling my own crusade against this furnace AC unit I'm trying to install. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing you're not on the stream then, because I wonder if you even have Andrew pants (laughs) on. Wooly Ram says, Good luck, AJ. I hope you have a strong fan to drain the hot from the attic. Cordell Mitchell says, Hail, Supreme Commander. <laughs> Good man, that's the that right attitude, you see. If I had 10,000 men like Cordell, take the Vatican back next week. Wooly Ram, thanks. I'm almost done, thankfully. Good. Sylvester Rep, hello. We haven't seen you in a while. Good evening, guys. I have to get back to work, but I found a great sistema group in Amsterdam training has been a blast. Usually exhausted at the end, physically and emotionally. Yes, but happy. Uh, Which is uh, somewhat different from if you go training on a very hardcore karate thing, where you'll be physically and emotionally drained, and sometimes a little bit depressed by your broken ribs, (laughs) flattened nose, and so on. Robert Nascimento, are you believing in Lucifer? And if yes, is he either in hell or roaming the earth? Well, I'm a Catholic, so of course I believe in Satan. And um, as for your, I think it's called millennialism, your question, uh, there's various thoughts on it, there's because in the Bible it says that like, for a thousand years there'll be like a, a you know, Christianity, Catholicism, will continue to expand and then for for like another thousand years or something uh, Satan will be released on the earth That's very interesting because if you think Jesus died at the age of 33 thousand years from then would make it 1033 and that was pretty much the height of Catholicism after that you know you had the schism from the East in 1054 or so the Crusades 1095 the crusaders came back in about the 1200s that's when my family came back to italy and then it's sort of yeah the you know the, the muslims attacks um infighting in fighting the 1500s then you had the you know the reformation in the 1500s then you had the freemasons the illuminati and the carbonari in the 1700s and the degradation has continued since so another thousand years um brings us to 2033 Um, which would be sort of around the apocalypse time. The interesting thing is that there are um, two other dates that come to 2033. One is Peter LeMessurier's The Great Pyramid Decoded. He comes up with that number as 2033 being the second coming or something along those lines. And, of course, Vox Day, which I think, I don't know, I'm not sure, I might be wrong on this, but I believe that he came to that number through his own readings of the Bible or something. So, uh, and I'm just doing simple math. I personally don't care when and if the apocalypse arrives, you know, you should act uh, the same regardless. So, um, 2033 seems about right for uh, when the shit will really hit the fan. So, in fact, I think it'll be. You know, probably before that, but then again, according to Revelation, that there's going to be like three years of misery before they say I don't know something like that. So 2030, 2021, we're nearly halfway through the year. By 2025, I think it's going to get really shitty, and then uh, we'll see. I don't know. Ah, yeah, happy the that is striking. Good. Law 307. What the relationship between Riabko system and Orthodox Church is magic come from there? Oh. low 307, don't be a dick, right? Have proper decorum and ask your questions properly. If you don't like system or you think system is fake, fuck off. Go find a system instructor that's a decent one. Go to Russia. Go and challenge Michael, go, go to Canada, go and challenge Vladimir, and then come back and let me know how that worked out for you, all right? System is effective and it works. If you don't understand it because you're dumb or you have no knowledge of it, then keep quiet and learn, Right? Ryabka pushes the Orthodox Church because he's Orthodox and he pushes Orthodoxy because he's Orthodox. Um, and no, his ability comes from hard, hard training over many, many years. Which, if you are interested in that stuff, you know, the the digital Kurganet stuff I'm releasing in about a week or so, is has uh, got a series on Sistema. It, I'll explain it there. You know, by the Sistema. That's why I wrote the book on Systema. Nobody was really telling you the truth about how it works, why it works, and how it functions. So, if you're interested, you know, read that over there. But you come here telling me, oh, is it all magic and flashy shit? You, know, you can piss off. I, I don't have time for people that like think they're smart boys. Really don't. Willy Ram says, What do you think are the benefits of false religion to a pious and honest believer of false religion? Well, all false religions have little grains of truth. So, for example, let's take Buddhism. Uh, Got a little ingrown here that's bugging Buddhism ultimately is, is a wish for permanent death so that you don't suffer anymore. That's what nirvana actually is the absence of all desire. Well, what's that? It's complete dissolving of the consciousness. Uh, so it's kind of nihilistic ultimately, and it is very stoic in its, um, you know, in, in, in its. Um, in the way that it's done, but it does give you a certain measure of peace. I mean, I would have considered myself probably a Zen agnostic for most of my life. Certainly when I was training karate very hard, and it does give you a certain peace because you you're not relying, you don't believe in a particularly a god that cares about you or anything, but there is some overarching intelligence. There is a stream of consciousness, and when you die, you die, and whatever happens happens, you know. And it's just like it's okay you know it's kind of um, similar to shintoism and so on and there is a certain level of peace in it and that's why samurai were such formidable warriors because they had no belief in necessarily a life after death other than your ancestors looking over you that sort of thing but um, you know your your value as as a warrior was whether you simply obeyed the rules of being a warrior. That was that was it. Um, psychologically, very resilient. You know, if you take Muslim fanatics that blow themselves up, or they'll just charge. You know, knowing that they're gonna die, they just carry on killing as many people as they can, or whatever. I'm not saying that's a good thing, by the way. I'm not saying that that's a positive, but it's effective and um, and you know if it, it, they are brainwashed you can get brainwashed into believing just about anything um, every human being can be brainwashed into believing all sorts of nonsense but um, you know I've met what I would call observant Muslims of a, a good kind and ones of not as observant funnily enough but of the bad kind and um, you know the ones of the good kind go to mosque and they do their prayers and uh, they're actually quite, uh, quite interesting people. They tend to eschew the fanaticism. They they say those people are not Muslims of any kind. So you know they've got their little schisms and so on as well. But um, I don't. You know, I've read the Quran or whatever, but I'm not particularly. I don't really care about that religion. What I'm saying is that there is going to be some benefit to you whether it's direct or indirect, whether it's conscious or subconscious, and whether it's um, intentional because you're choosing it or subconscious because it's been fostered upon you, which is, I think, the case in most Islamic um, situations. I think Fox is projecting an economic collapse of 2033 due to a historic lifetime of currency. Ah, oh, that's po- quite possible. Yeah, rabbinic Talmudism is a case study in brainwashing. Yeah. I mean, rabbinic Talmudism is satanic. There's there's really no other word for it. You know, any religion that gives you a rule for like raping three year old kids, I I don't give a shit what it's called. (laughs) It's satanic and it needs to burn as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah. Um, Okay, so that's essentially my take on all this was that. Um, Catholicism doesn't have a specific martial art um, attached to it because what they trained in was, you know, real shit. It kills people. There was a question here I saw a little while ago. Uh, who is that from? Uh, the whole... Where is that Hema thing? Where is that? Somebody asked a quite interesting question. No. Oh. Maybe it was, I uh, can't remember who asked it. Maybe it was in the old chat, which I've kind of switched off now. But um, someone asked about what do I think of the historical European martial arts society or something like that. One, I don't know enough about it. But as far as I'm aware, um, if I'm not mistaken, the the last time I had it, you know, it was a few years ago when I, when I looked at all of anything like this, They were essentially looking at things like uh, fencing, you know, uh, sword fighting and so on, because again, you know, that was part of the training of a Catholic knight. You know, you'd learn to use a sword, you'd learn to joust, you'd learn to use the lance, you'd learn to use all the weapons that a modern knight of the time would have would have had at his disposal. Um, So again, if if you are a Catholic and preparing for you know the apocalypse or whatever you would naturally train with whatever weapons are available to you in your particular area region whatever um... and become conversant with them and conversant with whatever military tactics are required again given your opportunity areas and so on law 307 says sorry i think i expressed myself in a wrong way i'm already system a STEM student Okay. so apologies you know i get a lot of gammas and and sometimes i react a bit quickly but I'm already a Sistema student, but I'm struggling how the masters got there. I like your book, by the way. All right. Well, in that case, uh, let me apologize to you for assuming or just, you know, talking shit. You, you actually meant magic in a good way. Um, it's really hard to summarize Sistema in a way that you will understand, because, because I can tell you the honest truth about Systema in about three sentences, but it won't mean a damn thing to you. You know, the whole point of Systema is that you use a different neurology. If you're interested in this, I do go into this at a lot more length and an explanation of it in, uh, in the Systema series that's gonna be part of the, the digital Kurganet, which I'm releasing in about a week. So if you can afford it, you know maybe maybe uh, join that. And there's gonna be a series of videos there that explain the stuff uh, both theoretically and also showing it practically we're doing some filming tomorrow on, uh, on some of these things but in essence you gotta train just train and train hard and also your, uh, your instructor if, if he's good, if he's a good teacher, if he's a good propo- exponent that helps now, some really good exponents of the are not necessarily good teachers of it. They don't explain stuff, they can't explain it to you. But um, And some guys don't bother explaining it to you, but they're really good at teaching, but they don't, they don't do it verbally, they just do it physically. If you've got a good teacher, in other words, if your teacher can kick your ass six ways from Sunday, whether he teaches verbally or not, just train with him, just do what he says. Um, you Know and, and that's my best advice. And if you can, try and train with the top guys like uh, Sergey Orgeliev, Vadim Dobrin, if you're in South Africa, uh, Ryabko, if you're in, in Moscow, Val Ryazanov, if you're in uh, I don't know if he's in Saudi Arabia or London now. Uh, you know, all this, some of the guys I trained with in London, there's quite a few of them. Um, you know, obviously Vladimir in, in Canada, he's probably, I would say, one of the best exponents. I, I, I don't know. It's, uh, between him and that Sergei Argerlyev guy, I, either one of them can kick my ass every which way to Sunday and many times on Sunday. So, I don't know. Gavril says, I think is fascinating, but not practical. I might be wrong about what I'm thinking about, I, about Hema, I, um. I thought it was a generic term that covered things like fencing and so on, but possibly I'm, I'm mistaken. And also, you know, people that come up with these theories, it's like, oh yes, I'm, a, I'm a, an academic and I've studied the martial arts of Europe and now I'm going to put together this system that beats every other system. I'm not saying that guys like that don't necessarily have a nugget of truth or, or something good here and there, but unless you've been surrounded by a bunch of people trying to punch your head in and survived it, or at least trained that way? Do I really care what you think about martial arts when you consider that I've been doing martial arts since I was four years old? No. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, but unless you're something pretty special, what you think about martial arts I, I don't particularly care. I know enough myself on that particular topic that I can tell if you're talking shit, if you're ignorant or, or not, pretty quickly, you know, maybe not on the chat, and I, I uh, mistook law 307 there as being somebody who was taking the piss, and instead he was just asking a question, but face to face, I'll pick it up before you open your mouth, if you know how to move or not, you know, so that, that's just how it is. So, um, I hope that covers the um, the concept. And um, so, tomorrow's Thursday, the day after that, um, Wooly and I are going to be doing a stream on the zombie apocalypse, hopefully without too many uh, technical problems. And um, it's obviously all hypothetical, and as a result of that, we will be asking the chat for their hypothetical situation of a zombie apocalypse. We'll be talking about slow zombies, fast zombies, dumb zombies, smart zombies, um, weapons available, circumstances that you're in, whether you're in a town, rural areas, and so on. Uh, Alpha 007 Org uh, makes an extremely good point. Most martial arts were Americanized. Best example, samurai. That, uh, unfortunately, is very true. And as we now know, the USA was a Freemasonic country. In other words, it's truly the first country created by Satanists. And everything that flows out of there, the zeitgeist of America, is polluting the planet, really. So I'm, I'm sorry for the Americans among you, um, it's not personal, it's not about you specifically, of course, it's uh, mostly about your government and your elites and your, um, you know, same story, well, all governments are, are scum as far as I'm concerned, pretty much. Yeah, indeed, Gavaral says to low 307, is that number your area code, because it's also my area code, that's good, you guys could train together woolly ram says hypothetical case nightmare kitty case file minecraft i, I think roblox is better you know, my-, my daughter prefers roblox and so um i don't like any of those games i think they're fucking retarded but you know whatever uh, that's what my dad used to think about dungeons and dragons and he was wrong um so you know maybe i'm running my daughter has just made a whole map in minecraft it's like a labyrinth with like Special keys and things to get out of. I was like, "Fucking hell!" And uh, she's having some problem with the Apple ID or something. So I'm trying to sort that out. And she thought for a second I was just gonna wipe out her computer or her phone or whatever. And I was like, and she just started to cry. I was like, "No, but Dad, I've got like pictures in there. I want to keep from when I was small." I was like, "I would never do that." (laughs) What possessed you to think I would ever wipe your things and reset your computer without? You know, no, I would never do that. You know, just calm down. She goes, No, I don't have so many pictures in the computer, but you know, I've got like the app where I've spent two weeks building my little thing. I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to get lost. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, so Roblox. Robert Nascimento says, I want to team up with the Kurgan when the apocalypse is happening. Yeah, I, uh, you know, moved to Italy, like I said. If I had 10,000 men who would just do what I said, the papal states would be renewed within the next couple of months. The Vatican would take longer to clean out because, you know, we'd clean it out in about a day. But, you know, the exorcisms that you'd have to do and the re-sacrification, the, the, the re of the churches and literally every stone in the place, that could take years and, and a you know, an army of, like, serious exorcists and proper priests to cleanse that place from the scum that's been inhabiting it for the last several decades um, but yeah so robert nascimento if that's your name you seem to have an italian surname get your italian citizenship or residence permit sorted out move to italy and look me up ifrain salah says good evening mr kurgan i was wondering if you have read Brian C. Morsesk's book, The Immortality Key, The Secret History of the Religion with No Name. No, I have not. I have never heard of it. Sounds interesting. Um, let me quickly... Oh, that's a little dude doo still up. That's not good. Because it's like 11 o'clock. I'm probably going to go soon, guys. Any thoughts about the... Bogatirs and Hesychasm. I am, I don't know what those are, so no, I don't have any thoughts on them. The forward for the book was by atheist Graham Hancock. Oh. I have a little in the in, I've got a trailer for the Face on Mars thing, and there's a little bit about Graham Hancock in there. Graham Hancock is a journalist, he's a plagiarist. He has literally stolen my work and uh, admitted it verbally to my face. And I've got a witness that was standing next to me when he did that 20-something years ago. Um, and, you know, he's, he's, he's a drunkie. He's a, he's a junkie of some kind. He drinks, you know, ayahuasca or whatever it's called. So he's like a guy who just goes on weird trips. Not sure what to make of it yet. Only a few chapters in. Anyway, have a nice one. i got to run. Working. Okay, Efrain, well, thanks for the book title. Um, I might look it up, but um, I, I don't know anything about it. And Low 307, I do not know what bogatures and uh, Hesychasm's are. I've heard Hesychasm before, but I'm not sure what that is. So. Robert Nascimento, I'm from Amsterdam, EU, so no citizenship needed. There you go. Just move to Northern Italy, dude, you know. Come check us out. Uli Ram, the loyal bishops might have to establish a special cleansing order just for cleansing the Yeah. They would have to have an army of priests. I think they should just fence it off, like you know, a dangerous radioactive satanic area of filth and uh you know gradually send brave warrior priests in there, you know, spiritual warriors to go in there and, and take the ground back. Graham does look very short. I don't know if he's... He's not that short. Um, I think he's about six foot. But he's a journalist. You know. that That's right up there with people who... I think as Dante would say, lick Satan's anus. Hesychasm is an Eastern Orthodox meditative discipline. So, no, I, I don't know what that is. Law 307, because I... Um, I don't consort with uh, heretics and schismatics. So if you've enjoyed Systema, then I uh, I suggest you get uh, reclaiming the Catholic Church, because it sounds like you might be an Orthodox, and uh, you know that that's fine. I, uh, I I flirted with Orthodoxy myself for a very brief period of time, because it it's a superficially attractive, but once you dig deeper. It's not the true church. Okay, guys, I think my wife is uh, keeping the kids downstairs to not disturb the stream, uh, at least from the little scream and stomping around that I heard of the little Viking. So I think I'm gonna call it a night because I thought he was back in bed, but um, <laughs> you know, I think i got to go put him down. But thank you all for being here. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, join us. Oh, by the way, Friday. It's gonna be Wooly Ram on the 10th. I've got an interview with the guy from Vendi Radio, who is the only to date uh, nominally Novus Ordoish Catholic who has taken me up on the challenge to have a, a conversation about Catholicism and why he's not a Sede. Um, so he's a, he's a very nice guy. I, I really like him. I like this interview with Emo Jones, the fake Grifto Catholic. And he says, you know, he likes Emo Jones. I don't, uh, but we're gonna be—I'm gonna be very polite to him, and I'm gonna ask him some questions and see, you know, what is he's taken. He's—he's the first guy to actually have the balls to come on the stream and uh, and discuss this. So quite interesting. All right. Thank you all. And uh, yeah, nationalist, nationalist. I'm—I'm I'm afraid the stream broke, so there's like two parts to it. And I'm going to rename this one once it's up. But, um, yeah. Waiting for the Sistema series. Thanks, Gurgen. You're most welcome, low Seven. And again, apologies if I went off at you a little bit. It's, um, you know, the stream gets gets quite a few gammas. I mean, they've been weeded out. There's huge mass graves of gammas in the band section. But, um, cool. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it as well. It sounds like a good guy. Good night all, and God bless you all. And keep training. Catholic martial system training. Good night.